This is the unadulterated Word of God, coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. Hallelujah. Oh, celebrate yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Every member of Savannah online, on site, everyone joining us around the world. Praise the Lord. This is Camp Meeting 2021. Honor from God. And this is day two. God has been good to us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Like um, Reverend Moses said, we would always say words in our heart. Praise the Lord. And interestingly, as I prayed for coming, all that was in my heart was teamwork. I, I didn't even know that Rev was going to talk about partnership. Praise the Lord. But what's been in my heart is teamwork. And um, it's so good to have anointed in your life. Praise the Lord. Um, yesterday when Reverend said we should pray, I mean, it was just so electrifying. Holding Reverend's hands and Pastor... Mecca, my lovely wife, can you celebrate her? Her royal hotness. The one who gives my heart jiggy jiggy. Hallelujah. Correct woman, praise the Lord. If you never marry, marry you. Praise the Lord. So as we were praying, five minutes, you know, it was like electricity was charging through my body. Praise the Lord. You know, and I was just, I was just thinking that even if I had stage five cancer, it was dead. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No, just, just have an opportunity to pray two minutes with Rev one day. And you will see the difference in your life. Praise the Lord. Everything just straightened out. Praise Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, yesterday, um, Reverend Norum was telling us that God is highly exalted. Okay, no, it was during the song, but I think he re-echoed it. And as I was thinking about it, yes, I was doing worship. God is highly exalted. Do you really consider that if you are a child of God, you are highly exalted? Have you really thought about it, that you are highly exalted? The Bible says that Jesus has placed us far and above principalities and powers. Things that should not be an issue. Praise the Lord. Things that are beneath us. Because Jesus has overcome. Jesus sits at the right hand of God the Father in all power, all majesty, all royalty, all beauty. And the Bible says exactly as he is in that state is how we are on the earth. Are these your meditations? That as he is, so I am. When I go to represent the chief of the air staff, I enter into his person. I think about the things I'm about to say in representing him. And many times, if they don't trust you, you have to send your speech. So that they are sure you are representing him correctly. Praise the Lord. And yet, we represent God. We represent God. It is God you represent. It is God in whose likeness and whose image you have been formed. It is God. Praise the Lord. And I'm telling you, I don't know about you, because I was a proper sinner. I was not born again like them Rev, that were good boys. I was a proper sinner. So I know that the greatest honor a man can really have is sins forgiven. That this almighty God has chosen to relate with you like nothing do you now. Praise the Lord. Reconciled us to himself. No longer counting sins against us. Praise the Lord. And like David described... 
in Romans 4, he said that it means automatically you are blessed, you are to be envied, you are to be, you are happy, you are fortunate, you are the reference point that people should be looking at you with awe and wonder. People should want what you have. Because you are calm. You are beautiful in and out. You are wise. You are a solution. You always know what to do. You always know what to say. You are always at peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken. You are healed. Even when those symptoms come, they dissipate. Because you are a God man. You are a God woman upon the earth. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm teaching you from slides. It's my trade. Praise Jesus. I was totally lost. I asked God to help me. And he told me to read the Bible. Good news. I read it from Genesis to Revelation. I received Jesus in my room. Received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in my room. Received purpose for living, which is to pull people out of the pits. Psalm 40 says, I cried out to God. He heard me. I... He pulled me out of the pit. He set my feet on solid rock. He established my goings. He put a new word in my mouth that as I declare it, people fear and put their trust in God. Why? Because I saw 2 Corinthians 5.19 that God was in Christ Jesus reconciling all men to himself, no longer counting sins against men. I thought that this should be the greatest news on earth. I thought that this news should be on every billboard, every TV station, every radio station, the caption on every newspaper that your sins are forgiven. And it's shocking to me that even in the body of Christ, some have still not come to grasp with this. And only by receiving sins forgiven can we ever really be honored? Praise the Lord. Can we really walk honorably? Praise the Lord. My slide four. And the least we should be is to be grateful and gracious to others, not judgmental like the older son in Luke 15, 11 to 31. Can you imagine the younger son, partial knowledge, knew that all things were his, took it. The father in his magnanimity gave both. The older son still didn't still know that all things were his. And the ridiculous thing to me is that this guy was chastising his brother who was out there. Meanwhile, he wanted the same thing the brother had and was only fearful and a pretentious good son. Praise the Lord. Because if you are such a good son, you will never accost your father. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, God loves you. Praise the Lord. You see, he loves you. That thing that that boy went to do outside, he's still giving the party inside. God is not after stopping you from enjoying yourself. Praise the Lord. He just wants you to be in him. Praise the Lord. Or we should not be like the unforgiving servant. I can't imagine it. Look at the testimony we had yesterday. Look at Pastor Isaac's testimony that a debt of 300K was cancelled, cleared. Look at the excitement. How many months ago, August, he's still talking about it now. Then somebody was forgiven $10 million. $10 million. And he's jacking another person for $20,000. Unbelievable. The kind of palunga we dance. Eh? Ten million dollars. And why is that possible? They just don't understand how much they've been forgiven. Because it is natural when you know how much you've been forgiven to just throw yourself to this Jesus. To just throw yourself to this God. Praise the Lord. What is a grateful heart? A heart that overflows with reverence and thanksgiving to God for salvation and thus lives for God in loyal trust and obedience. To be generous in love, 
by preaching and pushing the gospel to every single soul is saved. It is the responsibility of everyone that is born again. Oh, the ministry gives, they help us, they teach us, they spur us on, they do a lot of it, but it's the responsibility of every single person to preach and push the gospel. It is the responsibility of every single soul. And like Moses said that this nonsense must stop, really it must. It's everybody, it's team. It's the whole body of Christ. When Jesus talked to his disciples, it was all. When there were 12, he sent all. When there were 72, he sent all. When there were 120, he sent all. It's not for some because you are a politician, you are cozy, and you cannot preach the gospel. No, the preaching of the gospel is for everybody. I don't care how imported your Italian jacket is, it is for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. And you see, there's this great guy, this demon-possessed man at Gadara, but there are several accounts. Let's look at Matthew 8 from 28. Matthew 8, 28. Can I read the scripture from here? Oh, tell your neighbor, preaching of the gospel is for everybody. Pushing the gospel is for everybody. The work of the ministry is for everybody. And our ministry is to reconcile all men to Christ. And we must do it with our life, with our breath, with our creativity, with our ingenuity, with our resources in our prayers, with our meetings, with our offices, with our businesses. It's for everybody. Say it's for everybody. When they arrived on the other side of the lake, in the country of the Gadarenes, two men with demons in them met him. They lived in a cemetery and were so dangerous that no one could go through that area. And they began screaming at him, what do you want with us, O son of God? You have no right to torment us. A herd of pigs was feeding in the distance. I read to that point so that you know it's the same story. But now, let's go to Mark 5, the Mark 5 account. So, here in Matthew 8, we see two men. But interestingly, in Mark 5, we see one person. When they arrived at the other side of the lake, a demon-possessed man ran from his graveyard just as Jesus was coming from the boat. And this man lived among the gravestones and such strength that whenever he was put into handcuffs and shackles as he often was, he snapped the handcuffs from his wrist and smashed the shackles and walked away. No one was strong enough to control him. All day long and through the night, he would wander among the tombs and the wind wild hills, screaming and cutting himself with sharp pieces of stone. And when Jesus was still afar off on the water, the man had seen him and had run to meet him and fell down before him. Then Jesus spoke to the demon within the mouth. Just one word. Come out, you evil spirit. And he gave a terrible scream, shrieking. What are you going to do to me, Jesus, son of the most high God? For God's sake, don't touch me. What's your name? Jesus asked. And the demon replied, Legion, for there are many of us here within this man. And the demons begged him again and again not to send them to some distance. Now, as it happened, there was a huge head of hogs rooting around on the hill above the lake. Send us into those hogs, the demons begged. And Jesus gave them permission. If unbelievers, if demons can have rights or privileges before Jesus then imagine you and I. It was not yet time for their destruction, for their condemnation. And Jesus gave permission. Then imagine you. Praise the Lord. Then the evil spirits came out of the man and entered the hogs, and the entire head plunged down the ship steep hills into the lake and drowned. The headsmen fled to the nearby towns and countryside, spreading the news as they ran. Everyone rushed out to see for themselves, and a large crowd soon gathered where Jesus was. But as they saw the man sitting there, fully clothed and perfectly sane, Kai, they were frightened. Those who saw what happened were telling everyone about it, and the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. What a shame. So he got back into the boat. The man who had been possessed by the demons begged Jesus to let him go along. But Jesus said, no, go home to your friends, he told him. And tell them what wonderful things God has done for you. And how merciful he has been. So the man started off to visit the ten towns of that region. And began to tell everyone about the great things Jesus has done for him. And they were all struck by his story. Oh, the world is all struck by our story. But we need to tell them. We need to tell them. We need to tell them how useless we were. I tried, though. I tried. 
The best I did was an A2. I never made an A1. I tried, I tried. The best I made was a 2-2. I was 0.02 short of 2-1. I was an unbeliever. Praise the Lord. Immediately I entered Christ's. I've been top five of my course. We need to tell them. And as if Phoebe wanted to help me, she made four A1s. Including mathematics and computer science. Praise the Lord. She's born of God. Praise Jesus. Four A1s. My God. Hallelujah. So the Matthew 828 account actually says two men. Perhaps the second was no more mentioned because he was not grateful enough or he didn't believe in teamwork. And as I talk about that story of the man, ten cities, my God. Imagine it took Abuja, it took Kanu, it took Kaduna, it took Meduguri, like that. One man. And God told me that his stories became multiplied. As he was telling, one, another person was telling about it and telling about it and telling about it and telling about it. To ten cities head. Slide six. We are a team with the same aim or goal. And it is surprising that some people think that they don't need anybody to succeed. What a tragedy. And so, even in the body of Christ, we have started to sponsor individualism. Superstars. <laughs> and some of the recent concerns of mine are people not working according to the truth of the gospel or God's honor. You know, Romans 5.17 says that death came through one man. You know, life came through Jesus. And as many who have received the abundance of grace... That is forgiveness of sins and the gift of righteousness. What happens? They reign in life. Praise the Lord. And so, God has designed it for us to reign. And you reign. Can you say I reign? He who is born of God has overcome the world. And so, there are three categories of Christians. My slide seven. The first is those who are schooled in works. So, they've not embraced God's righteousness. And what's the challenge? Frustration. God gave me an illustration of two doors. There's an open door behind us. And one is a righteousness consciousness that leads you to heaven. The other one is a sin consciousness that leads you to hell. And then there is this group of believers. They don't have a sin consciousness. They don't have a righteousness consciousness. And they're just hitting the wall. Praise the Lord. They will never be effective here. They keep dancing around in circles. Praise the Lord. And the aggregate and multiplicative effect of being born again is lost on their side. They make Christianity so difficult. They turn it to a religion. Meanwhile, Christianity is just a life received, a life of Bedu. Praise the Lord. Plenty discipline, but plenty Bedu. Praise the Lord. Because you are rejoicing in everything. I mean, the, the reason I rejoice is that my sins are forgiven. Nothing else. It's not cars that make me rejoice. They are good. It's not houses that make me rejoice. It's good. Praise the Lord. But I rejoice because my sins are forgiven. My name is in the book of life. I can never go to hell. If rapture happens now, I'm gone. If it happens later, all the same. Praise the Lord. Oh, my sins are forgiven. And the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have the same righteousness that God has. I am right. If I turn left, I'm right. If I turn right, I'm right. If I go forward, I'm right. If I go backwards, I'm right. I am right. Do you know how peaceful that makes you know that you can start anything and succeed because you are righteous? You are blessed. There is a force behind you that makes things happen. There is a juju working for you. And this juju is the blood of Jesus. Believers need to know that we have our own juju. Praise the Lord. One of my staff was going to write exams. And when she was dodging church, I said, don't you know that this is our own shrine? Come and pray in the Holy Ghost and I assure you we get A's. 
And she came and she decided to get A's in her paper. It's like magic. Because the challenge is the mind. Once your mind can accept what has happened in your spirit, shikina, you're unstoppable. Praise the Lord. And the second group of people are like those who have turned grace to lasciviousness. And thank God that Reverend Moses dealt very well with that. No discipline, do anything they like. Praise the Lord. So they are not examples. And they are making it so tough for the correct ones. Praise the Lord. Because everybody is wondering, what is this contradiction? You are the worst person in your office. Meanwhile, you are so endowed. You are the one that is always coming late. Praise the Lord. God forbid that you be a Savannah member. Praise the Lord. And thank God that we are balanced in grace. So working God's own and impactful for the kingdom. But what is my consolation? I asked Reverend a question last year. I said, how could we be so excellent? And some people in our midst, they've stayed with us. Bible has proven from the Old Testament in Daniel's time when they did a, a study of three years, praise the Lord, to Esther's time, to uh, um, God telling the gardener to cut the tree who was not bearing fruit after three years, that what you need is three years of diligent study in Christ and you are made. Apostle Paul too said he went for three years. Praise the Lord. So how, how, how do we still have people with five years, seven years in the body of Christ, nine years, ten years in the body of Christ? And he said something very simple. Let's go to Matthew 7 from verse 24. He said, if Christians obeyed what we teach them, they will excel. And that's why we are doing camp meeting. Praise the Lord. So that we'll be taught to know that we are giants and go out there and take our world. Praise the Lord. Nothing do you, praise the Lord. So, uh, Matthew 24. Matthew 7, sorry. Look at, look at what Jesus said. Same thing. He says, all who listen to my instructions and follow them are wise. And remember, mostly quoted from Proverbs 4. Like a man who builds his house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floods rise and the storm winds beat against his house, it won't collapse for it was built on rock. But those who hear my instructions and ignore them are foolish, like a man who builds his house on sand. For when the rains and floods come and storm winds beat against his house, it will fall a mighty cross. And people make it seem that it is the wind that brings down the house. If the wind brings down the house, why didn't it bring down the house on the rock? <laughs> you know, when Rev was talking about us reading the truth of the gospel, I'd read it to about one third. And I made a commitment that I will read it before my session. I didn't know I had bought myself a job. I slept after 11 and around 12.30 I woke up. I said, what? What kind of thing is happening? And so I was there thinking and praying. Eh, is it to pray for the meeting? You no, know, that was not what it was. So I was just thinking, what was it? Then I remembered, oh, I'm supposed to read the book. I go carry the book. Oh, this was around 1. And I kept on reading until I finished it by 3. Praise the Lord. I'm a fast reader. Praise Jesus. I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Listen to instructions. Did you hear what Reverend Moses said? Be diligent to forget that story. You know, a lot of people are looking for a shortcut. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Reverend will lay hands on you till you are bald, but you are just joking. You got to get this word into your heart, man. Praise the Lord. Then the second thing he said, Christians can never fail. They can only give up. Ah! That thing has been choking me since I heard it. Why? Isaiah 40 says that those who wait upon the Lord, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. Ah! They shall renew strength. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Luke 18 verse 1 says, men always ought to pray and not to fail, not to give up, not to suffer injustice. And Acts 2.42 told us, what were the disciplines of the early church that they submitted to the apostles' teaching? They fellowshiped always, every day. They broke bread every day. They prayed every day. Every day. No wonder we saw the results of the early church. Praise the Lord. It has always been about teamwork. 
The entire church, and we're talking about 3,000 people. Later, it grew to 8,000 people. No excuses for fellowship. Praise the Lord. No excuses for studying to show themselves approved. A workman who is not ashamed. I didn't see Reverend Arome Ada's name there. I didn't see Pastor Joe's name there. It was everyone, whosoever. Praise the Lord. Amen. I was a very good Catholic boy. By got into God's word. Praise the Lord. Amen. To renew my mind from plenty junk of confessing sin all the time. Reawakening a consciousness of foolishness. To accepting that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Pure, absolutely flawless. Praise the Lord. That means I'm absolutely flawless. It has always been about teamwork. If God, our Father, said, let us. I think we need to stop talking about I, I, I in the body of Christ. Today we have ministers and ministries that their names are louder than the name of Jesus. And I'm wondering who are we representing? Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians 3. The early church was so effective because it was about Christ, 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 Christ. Every time they tried to gravitate to self, they rejected it. An example in 1 Corinthians 3. Because we're talking about teamwork, praise the Lord. And it must start with the consciousness of Christ alone. It must start with the propagation of Jesus' name alone. He's our commander-in-chief. He's the one who died. He's the one we are representing. We need to go back to shouting Jesus alone. Praise the Lord. Dear brothers, I've been talking to you as though you were still just babies in the Christian life who are not following the Lord, but your own desires. I cannot talk to you as I would to healthy Christians who are filled with the Spirit. I've had to fill you with milk and not with solid food because you couldn't digest anything stronger. And even now, you still have to be fed on milk, Corinthian church. For you are still only baby Christians controlled by your own desires, not God's. When you are jealous of one another and divide up into quarreling groups, doesn't that prove you are still babies? Wanting your own way. In fact, you are acting like people who don't belong to the Lord at all. There you are, quarreling about whether I'm greater than Apollos and dividing the church. Doesn't this show how little you have grown in the Lord? Who am I and who is Apollos? That we should be the cause of a quarrel. Why? We are just God's servants. Each of us with certain special abilities. And with our help, you believe. My work was to plant the seed in your heart. And Apollos' work was to water it. But it was God, not we, who made the garden grow in your hearts. It's God that saved us. So our generation must go back to reverencing God. Praise the Lord. And thank God Rev talked about that too. The person who does the planting or watering isn't very important, but God is important because he's the one who makes things grow. Apollos and I are working as a team. Can you say we're a team? With the same aim. Though each of us will be rewarded for his own hard work. Can you see reward? There is a diligence. So if you don't do your work, now you sabi. Praise the Lord. We are only God's co-workers. You are God's guardian, not ours. You are God's building, not ours. God in his kindness has taught me how to be an expert builder. I have laid the foundation and Apollos has built on it. But he who builds on the foundation must be very careful. And no one can ever lay any other real foundation than one we already have. Jesus Christ. But there are various kinds of materials that can be used to build on that foundation. Some use gold and silver and jewels and some build with sticks and hay or even straw. There's going to come a time of testing at Christ's judgment day to see what kind of material each builder has used. Everyone's work will be put through the fire so that all can see whether or not it keeps its value and what was really accomplished. Then every workman who has built on the foundation with the right materials and whose work still stands will get his pay. Can you say I get my pay? But if the house he has built burns up, he will have a great loss. He himself will be saved, but like a man escaping through a wall of flame. So where is the place of God even cutting you off? Nowhere. Pata pata, you lose reward. But you enter heaven. Praise the Lord. They have repatriated criminal Nigerians, but they are Nigerians. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can you say I'm a citizen of heaven? Don't listen to anybody who tells you you're a candidate. A candidate is all applying. You are not applying. We're not getting to heaven by and by. We're already citizens. The reason we're here is to get others into the kingdom. 
C'est fini. No story, story, story. Praise the Lord. So if you don't know your purpose, you know it now. Don't you realize that all of you together at the house of God and that the Spirit of God lives among you in his house? If anyone defiles and spoils God's home, God will destroy him. For God's home is holy and clean and you are that home. Stop fooling yourselves. If you count yourself above average in intelligence as judged by these world standards, you had better put this all aside and be a fool rather than let it hold you back from the true wisdom from above. And we've been hearing that from yesterday. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God, as it says in the book of Job. God uses man's own brilliance to trap him. He stumbles over his own wisdom and falls. And again, in the book of Psalms, we are told that the Lord knows full well how the human mind reasons and how foolish and futile it is. So do not be proud of following the wise men of this world. For God has already given you everything you need. Can you say, I have everything? You have the mighty supply. Take the mighty supply. It's yours. Reverend says he's the money man. It is not for Reverend alone. I'm the money man. Money always comes into my hands. In dollars, in pounds. Can you say I'm the money man? The purpose of the ministry gives is to show you who you are. You jump into it. You personalize it. He's a very personal God. Praise the Lord. And you know, get grandchildren. Praise the Lord. I used to tell my troops, I said, oh, you man doesn't have two heads. You are the best. Praise the Lord. And thank God they believed me, and today they are the best. Praise the Lord. He has given you Paul and Apollos and Peter as your helpers. Can you see the beauty of the ministry gives? They are our helpers. Praise the Lord. So Reverend Tokula will help me after later. He has given you the whole world to use. Did you see that? And life and even death are your servants. He has given you all of the present and all of the future. All are yours. And you belong to Christ, and Christ is God. Can you see all things are mine? Can you say the things of the world are to be used? They, they are to be used. So use them. Use them to propagate this gospel. Praise the Lord. So we are safe to save others. Praise Jesus. And there's a job cut out for us. You know, in Matthew 28, Jesus told us clearly what our job is. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. Praise the Lord. Teach them the things I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you. Baptizing them in the Father's Son, and teach them, and know that I'm with you to the end of the earth. Mark 16, the same thing from verse 15. He says, go and preach the gospel. Whoever believes is saved. Whoever does not believe is damned. And this sign shall follow those who believe. They shall cast out demons. Who is he talking about? I thought I would hear me. Who is he talking about? Everybody. They will speak in other tongues, and we're arguing about that. They will drink poisonous things. We don't harm them. They will tread upon snakes and scorpions. And we've been having issues of snakes recently. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but they won't do anything to you. Praise the Lord. You are born again. You are born of God. You have overcome the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. It says they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. The sick includes the institutions. You will lay hands on the institutions and they will recover. You will lay hands on your university, it will recover. You will lay hands on the economy, it will recover. You will lay hands on your community, it will recover. Praise the Lord. And Jesus was ascended into heaven, and the Bible says they went in obedience to instruction, and God himself was the one backing them up. Can you say, God backs me up? In 2 Corinthians 5, 18 to 20, it says that we should reconcile all men to him. Praise the Lord. Spare nothing. Do everything to get people saved. Why? Jesus became sin so that you can become the righteousness of God. You are righteous now. Can you say I'm righteous? There is honor on you. It is not for yourself. It is to advance your kingdom. But there is a honor on you. Praise the Lord. Can you say there is honor on me? It is to advance the kingdom. Praise the Lord. It is to advance the kingdom. Don't be like those lachivious people. All their testimonies is themselves. Uh, they got job for themselves. They got car is for themselves. House is for themselves. What about the people? What about the kingdom agenda? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You think Pastor Nuga is there to administer medicine? Beyond medicines, is there to lay hands on the sick and get them saved. She's there to tell people about the sins that have been dealt with a long time ago. Jesus has taken it away. Praise the Lord. It has no effect on us. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
It doesn't affect our relationship in any way. Praise the Lord. You need to read that book, The Truth of the Gospel. Reverend talked about something. No effect whatsoever. Praise the Lord. That's the beauty of our time. You know, David, who had been punished for sin, looked at our time and said, My God! There are this group of people who say, Nothing do them. And Paul said, So because grace wins sin hands down, should we continue in stupidity? No. God forbid. Praise the Lord. But why... How could my conversion be that supernatural? There were two amen. Anytime they were on duty in Kano, I was in Kaduna, they used to intercede for my soul. I don't know if they mostly did because I was always going to their house. Or maybe they thought I was a good guy. Praise the Lord. They were seeing me as a church bro. I was lost as hell. Praise the Lord. Amen. So they were interceding for my soul every time. They didn't even know I'd been saved till two years after. God took me to Canaan because of them. Because that's when I left the distraction that I was dreaming, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. And, you know, I talk a lot with men of God. And sincerely, I've been dissatisfied though, with the way we preach some things. Making it look like as if, um, how will I put this very nicely? Let me tell you, God has given us all things. And if the gospel that we preach is not the same in every single place, then it is not the gospel. Because how can you explain to me that in China that they don't believe in God? Over 90% of them don't believe in God. They have skyscrapers that are staggering. How could they come up with that kind of wisdom? Residue of God. Praise the Lord. I've been to four Muslim nations. United Arab Emirates, Malaysia. I've been to um, um, Jordan. I wanted to say Jordan last. There's another place I've been to. Malaysia. I've said Malaysia. Saudi Arabia. Good. Four of them. The poverty rate is below 15%. Education is 94-96%. We cannot have a generation that think that they are not going to develop this earth. That think they are not going to go out there with witty inventions and confuse the world to submission to Jesus. I don't agree with that. Praise the Lord. I, I mean, I know how many people have gotten saved by the excellence I display in the workplace. Praise the Lord. In my unit, things have so turned around. Over 22 personnel have received Jesus with speaking in tongues. When Posey was coming to my unit, and we, we came up with a program for 40 hours uh, uh, um, stretch, he said, you sure that your soldiers, have they been doing it? I said, they've not been doing it, but they are soldiers. He said, uh, he said, get soldiers for, for where they come in program, where they sleep. I said, not my soldiers. He was gladly surprised. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Because we are soldiers of Christ. There is a discipline that is ingrained in us. There is a wisdom that this world needs to see in us. I can't remember the person that said it. We should be the yardstick. Beloved, I'm a yardstick in the Air Force. Praise the Lord. And in your various places, you should be the yardstick. Praise the Lord. And that's why we're doing this. There's a honor that has come upon you that men cannot comprehend. They couldn't comprehend Joseph. They couldn't comprehend Solomon. They couldn't comprehend Daniel, Shadow, Messiah, Abednego. They couldn't comprehend Esther, Mordecai. They couldn't comprehend Nehemiah. Oh, Old Testament. They were not gods upon the earth. But you are. Praise the Lord. We must take over the sectors. There is no option. We will pray till we are blue. If we don't get into politics, irresponsible people will keep making useless policies and it will affect us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because we are not called to ourselves. We were called to represent Jesus. Is God stupid that he was doing crazy, crazy conversion? 3,000, 
5,000 cities. Then he went for the Utopian Enoch. Then he went for Paul. Then he went for Cornelius. Praise the Lord. Amen. You can't sit on your butt doing nothing with all the wisdom of God, creativity of God, power of God, help of God, angels at your beck and call. When I got to my unit, they had not had light for six months out of eight. And we started praying. And on the fourth day, God gave us a word. He said, there is transformation on this base. Can I hear amen? amen? He said that there is separation of waters because we had flooding problem. Can I hear amen? He said, there is dry ground. Can I hear amen? He said, there is steady light. Can I hear amen? He said, there is fixed road. Can I hear amen? And he said, supernatural turnaround. This was on a Friday. I went to join Reverend in Lagos for Miracle and Healing Convention Lagos. Reverend said the same thing. I not told him anything. That Saturday, there was a flicker of light. On Sunday, light came. And we have had light till now. You see, there is an explosive force when you bring the spiritual and the physical. Kai! And we have it all. They asked me my command. Where am I getting money from? Race defense, put concertina wires for a unit that has not had. Everybody is doing what they are supposed to do. If you didn't have that opportunity, if I left the military, I won't have that opportunity. But it's the same words I'm hearing that you are hearing. Step out on those words. Get into the sectors and take it over. It's yours for the begging. You're a seamstress. You should be, everybody should be looking for you. I took somebody's shirt to Saudi, uh, to, where did we even go to? Saudi Arabia. They were ordering it. I wore it. They saw it. They said, man, I said, it's made in Nigeria now. Praise the Lord. We need to st- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was in Jordan and I was so pained. How could there be so much development? <laughs> and God reminded me the things he tells me in every trip. He said, grace is available to all. Can I hear grace is available to all? He said, they believe something. Can I hear they believe something? And we believe what is correct, too. We believe in Jesus. Our sins are forgiven. God has declared us righteous. But they believe something. Particularly in China, he said, they believe in themselves. They believe in their capabilities. And they believe in their country. And look at what they are doing. Believing in useless things. And it's still working. You believe in Jesus. There should be a software we should have created by now that should mesmerize the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Number three, it says they are united. And that's why I've been thinking about teamwork since then. It said they are united. Ah, And when I thought about this, you know, thank God for my wife. When I started teaching about teamwork, I told her that, is it not a shame to us with all our wisdom, grace, blood, blah, 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 that (laughs) the church doesn't have anybody in the first 10 richest people in the world. And she said, check again. And thank God I did. And I found out that Mark Zuckerberg goes to church. Praise the Lord. I found out that Bill Gates goes to church. Praise the Lord. Forbes list 2020-2021 says that 55.5% of the world's wealth is in the hands of Christians. 55.5. 8.5 is in the hands of Muslims. 8.3. And see what they are doing with 8.3. But 55.5% is in our hands. And I remember what Kenny Higgins said that he asked God to give him money and God told him two things. One, any money from heaven to earth is counterfeit. And then two, all the money you need for ministry is already within believers. It's already within the church. Praise the Lord. I'm talking about teamwork. Praise Jesus. Amen. It's already among us. Right now, the richest pastors in the world, we have eight blacks out of ten. So, what's what's the argument about Black Lives Matter? Eight. Four are Nigerians. The richest is Bishop Oedepo, followed by Pastor Adeboe, followed by Pastor Chris Oyakunume, followed by late T.B. Joshua. Two are Americans, um, T.D. Jakes and Kerfodola. Two are Ghanaians, Duncan Williams and somebody else. The only white in that list is Reverend uh, Pastor Copeland 
And then the Caucasian is Joseph Prince. First ten in the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, my God. Take your money. Take your money. In the body of Christ, 55.5% already. And then the last thing, he said they take responsibility. And he said, tell my church to take responsibility. Can you say, I take responsibility? We need to take responsibility for this gospel. Angels are not going to preach this gospel. It's you and I that are going to preach it. We're going to preach it with everything we've got. And therein lies the need for teamwork. Um, slide 10. Yes. Because we achieve more together. Two have a better reward for their labor. When one is down, the other can pull up. Nothing shall be impossible for those who agree. This was God talking in Genesis eleven six. And when we agree, God goes into action. Matthew eight nineteen. So, you know, Psalm 133 says, how wonderful it is for brethren to dwell in harmony. It says it's like the anointing oil that flows from the head of Aaron to his beard, to the helm of his garment. And it is like the refreshing on Mount Hermon. And they there commands a blessing. Meaning that teamwork and the anointing are the same. Teamwork and the refreshing of the spirit are the same. That's why unbelievers are doing the things they are doing. And you see, if we don't start <clears throat> making them see Christ, which is the wisdom of God and the power of God, I'm telling you, we will keep losing unbelievers. Because, you see, unbelievers are becoming so comfortable in the mind realm that they wonder what you are telling them if you are not bringing something bigger. Praise the Lord. If you ask Rev, most of the shocking testimonies he has had are from people who had very serious strongholds. Praise the Lord. And something strong had to jam them. Praise the Lord. So, what's teamwork? The combined effective action of a group. What are the common ingredients of teamwork? Slide 11. Common vision, which is leadership. Varied skills, which are people, you and I. Then there must be delineation of roles and responsibilities. Component leadership. Praise the Lord. And, and that's why in all our setups, we have groups with leaders on them. <laughs> but there must be people of clout, not any year, year person will lead. Because the next time I'm talking, I'm going to be talking about you know, how to cultivate teamwork. Praise the Lord. And then, of course, each one taking responsibility for their own role or part through knowledge. We've been talking about that. Understanding, creative innovations, and commitment to tasks. We, we need committed people. Look at some biblical examples of teamwork. Praise the Lord. Slide 12. Now, like I said, God told me that there is no project from Genesis to Revelation that was not done by a team. No, none. It was always a group of people. Never by an individual. Praise the Lord. Even in the Samson, that was a lone ranger. Probably that's even why he fell. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's go to... Let me show you something in Exodus 25, 1 to 8. Glory. Everything. You have been given everything. I mean, we, we've heard these precious words. Uh-uh. Let's go and scatter this world for Christ. Stewards, stewards, we are saving cities. So it's not even about status. It's about consciousness. Can you say I have God? Can you say I'm a God on the earth? There's God upon the earth. People need to see God in you. Praise the Lord. And they see. Praise the Lord. Just accept these things we are saying. Keep confessing them. Keep saying them. Stay with it. Be diligent in study. Be diligent in fellowship. Be diligent in prayer. Be diligent in giving. And thank God that Rev has talked about partnering with the anointed. And that will be my last example. Jehovah said to Moses, tell the people of Israel, tell the people, who? Tell the people of Israel that everyone who wants to may bring me an offering from this list. Gold, silver. So it's about you. It's about you wanting to. Gold, silver, bronze, blue cloth, purple cloth, scarlet cloth, fine twisted, uh, twined linen, goat's hair, red dye, uh, rams, skins, goat skins, acacia wood, olive oil for the lambs, spices for the anointing and for the fragrant license. You know, we need so much to preach this gospel. The gospel is free, but it's costly to push. Praise the Lord. Stones to be sat, to be set in the effort and in the breastplate. For I want the people of Israel to make me a second. God says, I remind you that the 30 million plus is already within us. Release it. 
I don't want your amen. Release it. Can you say I release? For I want the people of Israel to make me a sacred temple where I can live among them. This home of mine shall be, okay, for I want people to make me. So, one ministries is not Reverend Arumne Adao. We should stop giving our, our general overseer a headache and stress. Praise the Lord. You should have mighty men that when he thinks about them, he breaks out into thanksgiving. You heard it yesterday now. Why you say amen? Just, ask, just be one. Praise the Lord. Exodus 38. Can you say I'm one? Can you say I'm a pusher of the gospel? I'm a preacher of the gospel. Exodus 38. Look at it again. The people bought, brought gifts of 3,104 pounds of gold. All of which was used throughout the tabernacle. The amount of silver used was 9,000. 1,575 pounds, which came from the 50 cent head, blah, 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 to the end. The people brought. Why, 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 why we, that, that's why in Acts 6, they said, no, we must give ourselves to the word and prayer. Look at, it's even Reverend Mosi that is providing a, a, a transport money for somebody to come for camp meeting. And yet, they are big men. They are big women. Praise the Lord. What about the brick temple in 1 Kings 5 and 6? Same thing, people. Rebuilding the city wall of Jerusalem in Nehemiah. Eight chapters. Read it. But let, let me show you something in Nehemiah 8. Because it's, it's, it's us. Do you know if all of us were preaching on the same frequency, like Rev and all the ministry gifts, we will have saved the whole world by now. Nehemiah 8. All families, everybody was involved. Look at, show me my slide. Look at everybody had components. He said, now in mid-September, all the people assembled at the... No, Nehemiah 3. Nehemiah 3. But there are eight chapters there, you can read it. We talked about it a lot in our book, uh, Secret of Successful People and uh, what's the other one? Servant Leadership. Then Eliashib, the high priest, and the other priests rebuilt the wall as fair as the Tower of the Hundred and the Tower of Hundred Then they rebuilt the ship gate, hung its doors, and the people, people, teamwork. Men from the city of Jericho walked next to them, and beyond them was work crew led by Zachor. The fish gate was built by the sons of Hassan. Merrimoth, son of Uriah, son of, repaired the next section. But look at verse 5. Next were the men of Tekwa, but their leaders were lazy. And didn't help. It is in your power. You heard what Reverend said. Putting God's word, it is in your power. Keeping God's word, it is in your power. Likewise, preaching the gospel is in your power. Pushing the gospel is in your power. And I gave instruction during prayers, global prayers for committee, that if you have been in Savannah four years and above, I think it is time you start sowing your one million naira seed. The people that are sowing one million naira seed don't have two heads. Praise the Lord. Because faith is faith. Praise Jesus. Another example is the deliverance of Israel in the time of Mordecai and Queen Esther. Ten chapters. Read it. Because this is how you should be thinking. This is the mindset you should have. The mindset of a conqueror. The mindset of someone that can never be overcome. The one who is the one solving the problem. I mean, two things that changed my life. One, I saw a slave girl. Slave girl. And thank God for the last scripture Reverend Moses talked about being slaves. A slave girl. She didn't feel intimidated. She was one that pointed Naaman to solution. Kai! And a general who was a conqueror listened to a slave girl. That girl had honor. And the second thing that changed my life, I woke up one day and realized that I'll be the only Patrick Babatunde Bobby Phillips that will ever exist. None before me, none after me. Kai! I made up my mind to be the best me on this earth. You must be the best you on this earth. You are born again. You are born of God. You have overcome the world. Nothing do you. All things are yours. You're going out and your coming in is blessed. No weapon fashion against you can prosper. Every tongue that is risen against you has been condemned, judged, silenced in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Oh, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement for our peace, our prosperity, our well-being, our undisturbed composure was laid upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. We are the healed of the Lord. Hey, Reverend laid hands on me yesterday and said, from your belly shall flow rivers of living water. I knew what he was talking about. Solutions for my sector, praise the Lord. And I walk in it in Jesus' name. Look at the deliverance of Peter in Acts 12, 1 to 12. Herod had caught James, cut off his head, and then went to grab Peter. Mistake. Praise the Lord. The church knew what to do. Can you say, I always know what to do? And he was delivered. Look at the preaching of the gospel. Acts 2, 4, 5, 8. I don't have time anymore. Praise the Lord. My last example, um, slide 13. Exodus 17. Oh, this is my best example of teamwork. Exodus 17. Then Jehovah said to Moses, who said? Take the elders of Israel. Take who? With you and lead the people out to Mount Horeb. I will meet you there at the rock. Strike it with your rod. No? Sorry. Am I in the right place? Galegiary. Acts from verse 8. No vex. So Exodus 17 verse 8. Glory. Glory. Be excited at God's word. But now the warriors of Amalek came to fight against the people of Israel and Moses instructed Joshua to issue a call to arms to the Israelites to fight the army of Amalek. Tomorrow, Moses told him, I will stand at the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua and his men went out to fight the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hall went to the top of the hill. There must be a top of the hill. There must be a praying in the Holy Ghost. There must be an energy. 2 Thessalonians 1 11 says, I pray for you that you are fit for your call and that God himself will back you up with his energy so that your good intentions and your acts of faith or obedience amount to something because life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. And as long, but look at something interesting in verse 10. So Joshua and his men went out to fight the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses went to Tavir. And as long as Moses held up his, the rod in his hands, Israel was winning. But whenever he rested his arms at his sides, the shoulders of Amalek were winning. Kai! Meaning that without the anointed and the anointing, no matter what you do in the workplace, those people are talking to their gods. And whether you like it or not, chicken sacrifice is still working. God's sacrifice is still working. If you are without blood, you fail in the workplace. You fail. There is no, if you like doing it, and I see so many Christians frustrated, and I know why they are frustrated. Praise the Lord. Go and partner with the anointed. Moses' arms finally became too tired to hold up the rod any longer. So Aaron and Hall rolled a stone for him to sit on. Oh, use the things of the world. Use the things of the world. Use the things that exist. Imagine we're creating a microphone when there's microphone to buy. Use the things of the world. They're available already. I didn't create PowerPoint. I'm just using it. Put my, my uh, slide 13 there. Moses and finally became too tired to hold up the rod any long. So Aaron and Hall rolled a stone for him to sit on. And they stood on each side, holding up his hands until sunset. As a result, Joshua and his troops crossed the army of Amalek, putting them to the sword. Life is spiritual, and no matter how gifted we are, we will lose in the world without the anointing. Why is that? Because unbelievers are doing something. No matter how anointed the ministry gifts are, they will grow weary without the support systems and won't have enjoying impact in the world because the um, um, marketplace ministers are still salt and light. What is one of the reasons the Nigerian Military Christian Fellowship was established in 1984? We realized that people were coming to church, soldiers, but they were doing anything they like in the workplace. So we became the workplace evangelists. Praise the Lord. And from the Air Force, two guys received Jesus. It has spread to the Army, the Navy, the Cobstons, Police, Immigration, all the uniform forces. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know why? It is teamwork. And like Reverend Moses said, we should stop deceiving ourselves. It's not everybody that is born again. Get them born again. Somebody led prayers for us because I get different people to let. And my wife called and said, this lady doesn't speak in tongues. And I was shocked because I know she's a leader. She has been... Truly, she didn't speak in tongues. Though. But we got her field. Praise the Lord. So the best combo, combination of is ministry gift plus marketplace ministers plus support systems. 
We need the people that will lift up the hands of the ministry gifts, the support systems. That's who you are. Actually, it's you that I've been talking to since. Praise the Lord. In Luke 8, 1 to 3, our Lord and Master needed support systems. Let's go there. Luke 8. Nowadays, I like reading scripture because some people, they know they ever look Bible. And God has delivered us. Praise the Lord. Look eight from verse one. Not long afterwards, he began a tour of the cities and villages of Galilee. Are you seeing Rev there to announce the coming of the kingdom of God and took his twelve disciples with him? You know, our ministry gifts. Some women went along from whom he had cast out demons. Can you see gratitude? Or whom he had healed? Gratitude. Among them were Mary Magdalene. Jesus had cast out seven demons. Gratitude. Joanna, Chooser's wife, influential person, person with resources. Can you say I'm the money man? Chooser was King Herod's businessman. Not be mouth to go make the money. I was in charge of his palace and domestic affairs. Susanna and many others who were contributing from their private means to support, to the support of Jesus and his disciples. There is a support system, praise the Lord. So we need each other. Tell your neighbor we need each other. My last slide. We need each other, praise the Lord. In Jesus' Jairafa Support Foundation, we started in 2004. In 2007, we met another group of people that was sending to school, and by 2011, we had registered. But do you know it became easier to do a lot of stuff because we had a lot of good people? Now, we've been able to write about nine books, published about 12 books in a space of 2015 and now. Why is that? Because we have an effective support system. The people involved in producing one book if they are not up to 20, maybe more than that, praise the Lord, from getting the book um, edited to typesetting to cover page. You see, it's about teamwork. And look at the way Reverend is churning out books now. Praise the Lord. It's teamwork. There must be a lot of people involved in it. Praise Jesus. Amen. Amen. And that's why I don't play with Oseka because she's our director of publication. We celebrate them. People skilled hands. Praise the Lord. And we have a lot of skilled hands in church. What are you doing with your skill? You don't need Pastor Joe to call you. We must come out of lachiviousness. Get involved. It's our father's business. Church has never been about give me, give me, give me. No, it has never been about that. You know, God was opening my eyes because I'm one of the people who love social things, you know, um, support widows, give money to people. But God was showing me that in Acts 4, truly, or is it Acts 5, nobody was poor, but nobody was mega rich. Praise the Lord. Because the only way to be mega rich is 2 Corinthians 8, 2 Corinthians 9. You must sow your seed. You must partner with the anointed. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So if you like, keep collecting. We will go to heaven. You will keep collecting. But it's time to start giving. Praise the Lord. Amen. Can we rise to our feet? It's time to start giving. You are a team player. You are part of this team. Thank God it's even Savannah Ministries. You didn't see Arome Adam Ministries. It's Savannah Ministries. Praise the Lord. Amen. And it's a team thing. We have directors. We have resident pastors. And we're the support system. We're the ones that lift up the hands of the anointed. And that's what the teamwork is about. It is all of us together. It must be the ministry gifts, teaching, correcting, discipline, instructing the marketplace ministers to go and do what they are supposed to do. And the marketplace ministers must take responsibility for support and for being relevant in their workplaces. And the multiplicative effect of all of us preaching the gospel, of all of us sharing our messages about our books, inviting people to church, getting people involved, laying hands on the sick. I mean, if you are laying hands on the sick and you tell them about your pastor, they will want to come and meet the pastor because if you can do it, my God, waiting your pastor will come carry. Praise the Lord. Amen. Can we just thank him? Thank him that we are honored and we behave honorably.
And the best way to behave honorably is to preach this gospel. Is to tell people that their sins are forgiven. To tell people that God has declared them righteous. Is to tell people that God is no more angry with them. Romans 15, 19, Living Bible, Paul says, I preached the entire gospel with my life in speech and in workings of miracles. From today, walk in miracles in the name of Jesus. Let, let people see Christ in you. Become an answer, become a beacon, become a light in that place. You are no more the victim, you are the victor. You are Christ upon the earth. Praise the Lord. In November, God always tells me what is the word for the next year. And God told me that as we are transiting from honor, it is escalated influence. Rapidly increasing influence. Every people stepping out, stepping out and taking sectors, stepping out and doing the things that God has laid in their hearts. And hear me, with God, you are not too young to start anything, no. Sarah had her first kid at 90. Praise the Lord. And I don't think you are yet 90. What are the things that God has put in your heart? Wrong with it. If you don't know what to do, ask questions. My secret for success is ABC. Ask questions. Believe the answers and cooperate with others. It's what I'm wrong with. Ask questions. Things you don't know about, ask questions. Praise the Lord. And do the things that God has laid in your heart to do so that together, as we raise Reverend Arome and Pastor Nuga's hands, will be an explosive force upon the earth. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit carusoscloud.com slash profile slash Savannah Ministries for download. Or visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.